This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose, sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat, and I'm your host. Today, I'm going to be doing something fun for this 99th episode of Transcend with Nat. Today, I'm going to be talking about these spiritual principles and life lessons like I always do, but through the frame, through the lens of surfing, which is one of my favorite hobbies, pastimes. I love surfing and there's so much that can be learned and that can be applied to life from surfing. And it's a great, I think, very interesting way to look at these spiritual principles and life lessons because it applies in the ocean as much as it applies in our everyday lives. And if you're interested, I have a weekly newsletter and I do that through Substack. It comes to your email every Monday morning. I send it out and I am actually using some of the things we'll be going over here and going into more detail and telling more stories about how I apply these practical spirituality principles in my daily life and in my awarenesses and that I can help you do the same for you and inspire you. And it comes out every Monday. So you can get that at my website, transcend.online. And let's move into the podcast. And the first lesson is the bigger the waves, the louder the voice. And what that means in the voice we're talking about is that negative voice. Anyone who has done any sort of difficult activity, especially physical exercise and that kind of thing, such as running, training with weights, maybe it's yoga, anything you've done that has tested your limits physically, I'm sure you've heard this voice. It's that voice when you're running that tells you you can stop running, that you've gone far enough. In fact, it's the same voice when you're meditating that tells you you've done enough meditating. You can go have your fun now. It's that voice that will tell you you've lifted enough or don't get out of bed to go do your exercise. Just stay in bed. There's this negative voice that talks to us. And when I go out into bigger waves, that voice definitely gets a lot louder because as the wave size increases, so do the consequences of those waves. They become waves of greater consequence. If something goes wrong, it can be much more drastic and dramatic. So as you're paddling out in that first big wall size of a building of white water that's coming your way and that smashes into you, yeah, that voice starts talking. And then as you get out there and you see these giant, these mountains of water coming at you that somehow you're supposed to paddle into and catch and then ride, yeah, that voice has a few things, some choice words to say to you about what you're doing. Like, how did I end up here? Why am I here? I don't have anything to prove. What am I doing why am I doing this? Why am I risking my life for this? Like, am I going to die today? 
<laughs> there's the the voice can get really loud. And the thing about it is you've all heard this voice. And anytime you've done something out of your comfort zone, done, gone for a big goal, you're trying to accomplish something big in your life, you're going to hear this voice. This voice is going to talk to you. And often it will, I've seen it talk to a lot of people before they even get started. Most people won't even start on that big dream, that big goal, because they're listening to this voice. And the bigger the goal, the bigger the dream, the bigger the wave, the louder that negative voice. The thing is, is that this is the enemy. That voice is not your friend. That's your enemy. That's what you have to overcome. But the beautiful thing is, is when you actually ignore it, when you actually stop listening to it, then you build strength and it loses power. It will still be there. It will probably always be there. But the more that you ignore it and do what's on purpose for you anyway, regardless of what it says, regardless of how you feel and what that, how that voice is making you feel, the more you ignore it and do what's yours to do and ignore that limiting voice, that negative voice, the more strength you build inside of yourself. And in doing that, the voice becomes, that negative voice becomes a positive in your life because it's been the counterbalance for you to gain internal strength. Think of ignoring that negative voice like mentally lifting weights. You know, you may start out at a certain weight and as you get better and as you do it more, you can lift more weights. So that voice, which maybe was the thing that stopped you, then becomes a thing that gives you the strength to do not just what you're doing now, but to ignore that voice in other aspects of your life so that you can do other things. That's how that negative voice can become a positive in your life. And that's the bigger the wave, the louder the voice lesson. The next one is everyone's big is different. My big wave could be someone else's fun wave. And someone else's big wave can be a fun wave for me that doesn't seem that big to me. And so all of us have different areas where we have limitations where we have our weaknesses. We have different levels of comfort in different areas. Each person has a different area that's their familiar zone, that the, that's their comfort zone. And so it's not about comparisons. It's not about judgment. It's about looking at what yours is and expanding regardless of that. It's expanding yourself, your internal beingness for what is a big wave for you in your life. The next one is don't fight the flow. Sometimes life is just in a flow. Sometimes when you're out in the water, there's currents and sometimes they're really strong currents. And if you fight them, you're just going to wear yourself out. You're going to lose energy by fighting the flow. 
the really good surfers and I surf with some of them and I get to watch them and I've watched them very intently because I want to learn and see how they're looking at the water. Because the good surfers, when they're paddling out from the shore to where you catch the waves to the lineup, you'll see how they get there faster because they're watching the flow of the water. They're going with the flow. They're, they're seeing where the openings in the waves are going to be and, and where to duck dive under the wave and where to get around the wave and, and how the currents are moving so that they are using that all to their advantage. And life is like that too. Sometimes you're in a karmic flow. Sometimes life is just in this flow. I mean, it's always in some flow or another. And you can fight that or you can recognize it. You can accept it, you can, which acceptance is the first law of spirit. So you can come into acceptance. It doesn't mean you like it. It just means you accept that what is, is. This is the way it's flowing. And then you can make choices based on that information so that the way life is flowing it works for you. You use it for your advantage. You use that current. You use that, that rip current to help you get to where you want to go. But first you have to be aware. First you have to recognize the flow. And that just takes observation. And then acceptance that that's what it is. And then cooperation with how it's flowing. The other day... There was so many waves and white water and there was no current. It was actually keeping me on the inside where the waves just kept coming. And there there was so many one after the other in the set that I would get stuck. I'd catch a really fun long wave, but then get just stuck on the inside where the waves are breaking, where the white water's breaking. And usually the current would just slowly as you paddle out, take you to the channel where you can get around where the waves are breaking. But this day, nothing was moving. In fact, it just felt like whatever the currents were doing, were just keeping you right there. And so it took me a half hour just to, after catching a wave, just to get back out. But once I realized like what was going on, then I had, I didn't like it, but then I had to adjust and be adaptable to the current situation that it wasn't like other days and that I needed to change how I was doing it and and it was in for the long haul and and that is keep paddling that's one of the other life lessons is keep paddling because sometimes you get stuck and sometimes you got to go the long way around like I was just saying and sometimes it doesn't let you out sometimes you have to go back into the shore take a minute and look and watch and then try again. And sometimes you have to do that a couple of times, depending on the waves, depending on the day, depending on you, depending on just how the ocean is moving for you that day. So keep paddling because persistence is key. When you want to get somewhere, persistence is key. The more you paddle, the more you can paddle. And that goes with a lot of things in life. The more you lift weights, the more you can lift heavier weights. So the more you paddle, the more you can paddle, which it doesn't seem like it should be that way, which is really saying the more energy you put out, the more energy you're going to get, the more energy you're going to have. 
part of that process in life is is to put that energy out. So the more you paddle, the more you can paddle because the more energy you put out, the more you actually end up having. And it doesn't seem like it would work that way, but for some reason, that's how it's set up. The next one is to breathe. And that works everywhere in life. But specifically, this really can be different in how you approach it, especially when you're trained for big, bigger days in surfing. You can prepare. I do pre- preparation breathing. So I breathe before I get in the water and I have a routine with that. And I've trained in breathing. And then I, when I paddle out, once I get to the lineup where you wait for the waves, especially on big days, rather than just be talking and doing other things, I focus on my preparation breathing. Because I want, if I go down, if I get hammered, if I get pummeled by some huge wave, if I get on the wave and wipe out, or say I catch the wave and I end up on the inside and then I take the next set on the head, I take those huge waves on the head and they push you down so deep and so far and it's super gnarly and it's working you every which way and you can't breathe because you're underwater and you don't know how long it's going to last and even if you get up after that, there may be another wave right after it. So what am I doing before all of that? Before any of that happens, I'm out waiting for a wave to catch and I'm doing a certain type of breathing, this preparation breathing, because I want my body, my cells to have so much oxygen that even if I don't get the best breath before I wipe out or anything like that, my base level of oxygen in my body, in my cells, will be much higher than if I wasn't doing the preparation breathing. Because really, that's your body has a lot of oxygen in it already. And if you do the proper kind of breathing, you can oxygenate your body a lot more, which means that when you get held underwater, if you've been doing that preparation breathing, you're, you have a lot more oxygen already in your body, and which can help you go longer underwater, which can, in certain situations, mean the difference of life and death, or of passing out, or all sorts of other things. So when, you're, when I'm out there, and it's a bigger day for me, I'm doing the preparation breathing. And this can apply also to how you live your life. And if you look at energy management, because really this breath management, it's energy management. Because your body takes energy, to your muscles take energy, your brain takes energy, and that energy is the oxygen that's in your bloodstream, that's in your cells, that's in your brain. It needs the oxygen. It needs that to live. That is your energy. So if you're looking at how that applies to life, I mean, money is a representation of energy too. So if you're doing things to prepare yourself, you're managing it properly, when you're just kind of going about everyday life, if something happens, then you're much more well prepared to handle that because you've been taking care and managing your energy or your money wisely. You've been managing your affairs. Where you've been putting your energy has been in preparation. Because things go up and down in life. Sometimes you're taking a beating. Sometimes really you're in a precarious, difficult situation. And if you've been preparing for that, then 
you have a baseline that's a lot better than if you hadn't been. So breathing is super important. Stay stoked. That's another lesson. And stoked is the surfer lingo for being enthusiastic. Enthusiasm towards life, towards work, towards what you're doing in your life is so important. And how you get there is through gratitude. My surf coach who's also an Olympic surf coach and a former champion, surfer, world champion. He is so stoked about surfing. He is ultimately stoked, even on days that are small, that are bad, that are like, I'm looking going, I don't even know if I'm going to go out. He'll look and be like, oh man, did you see that corner? And he's in his mind ripping that corner of this little wave. And basically what he's doing is regardless of what the conditions are overall, out in the ocean, if there's even a little piece of a wave that he can do something on, he sees that and he sees it in his imagination and he's doing it in his imagination even before he's out there surfing it. And he's getting super stoked about, he's being getting super enthusiastic about that opportunity to be able to do that in the water. And, and that really is a great metaphor for life is that, you know, the conditions may not be that great or things may be going bad all around, but there's often a little corner of that wave. There's often some place that you can find in your life that you can expand on that, that you can focus on that and that you can be enthusiastic about that. And from there, you can build that out. And so stay stoked, stay enthusiastic, bring gratitude in your life because that's what brings you more enthusiasm. And that goes to the next one that every wave has something to teach. See, there are no bad waves. Every wave can teach you something different. Even a a so-called bad wave, you know, it may be teaching you how to position yourself properly. And you take that lesson to the good days. Because when you learn that proper positioning, it may just make the good days even better because now you can catch more waves because you've been working on that in a wave that is so-called not that great. Everything in that just translates to life so perfectly that every experience in life has something to teach, has something that you can grow from, that you can expand from, that you can uplift yourself because everything is for your upliftment, learning, and growth. All your experiences so every wave has something to teach. The next one is where you look is where you go. As I'm training, and a lot of this was done actually on a, a skateboard called a carver, which mimics much more than regular skateboards surfing. And when I was working with my coach, we do these sessions on the carver on, on this skateboard that's for surfing or for learning surfing or improving your surfing. And one of the things that became clear is that If I was looking the wrong direction when I was turning on the surfboard, or sorry, on the skateboard, on the carver, that it would mess up the turn. And so I needed to be looking where I was going. And the same thing with the wave. When I'm paddling for the wave, I'm also looking down the line. The more you get used to that, the more you already know what you're going to do on that wave because you know ahead of time how that wave's going to unfold. But one of the keys is that when you're doing like a turn or something like that, where you look is where you're going to go. So if you're looking down, you're not going to go 
properly up into the turn, up into the wave face. So it's really important to know that where you look is where you're going to go. But the same is true for life. Where, what you focus on is where you're going to go. That's what you're going to go towards. That's what's going to be, you're going to be putting your energy into your life. That that's what's going to drive you and what's going to drive towards you is where you focus is where you're going to go in life. So keep your focus on the highest point in life possible. And the last one, and I've skipped a bunch, by the way. So if you really want to like get more of this kind of stuff, definitely sign up for my weekly newsletter because I will be going into even the ones that I missed here on this podcast. I'll be going into on my weekly newsletter and you can go to transcend.online and there's a tab that says Substack in the menu. You can click on that. It'll take you to the Substack and you can sign up there or you can sign up in the email section in my, on my website. Either way works, but you can s- subscribe to my weekly emails and get even more on this kind of good stuff. So the last one that we're going to do today is lots of rainbows, lots of gold. There's lots of gold at the end of the rainbows, and there's a lot of rainbows. And all that means is take time to appreciate the sunset. Take time to appreciate the beauty. Take time to be grateful for being in the waves. And no matter how good or bad your surfing is or the waves are, always take time to enjoy it take time to enjoy life. And that means regardless of what you accomplish in life, what you get done, always take time to see the beauty, to enjoy the beauty. You're here. You're here for another day. So enjoy that and take that time because that's where the gold is. And there are lots of rainbows where I surf. And sometimes those rainbows go right it looks like they're right onto these perfect, beautiful waves. And sometimes you even see a surfer like there. It's like that's the pot of gold for that. And so wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever your experience in life is right now, just take time each day to focus on the beautiful, to focus on the good, to focus on and appreciate and enjoy your life and maintain that focus and life will open up the blessings to you that are already there. My teacher, John Roger, used to end his seminars saying Beirush Beishan because that means the blessings already are. God bless you all. Until next time, Beirush Beishan. Come on, let it be, cause I'm free.